Recently, we received news from the president that our economy had 0% inflation in the month of July. President Biden is misleading the American people on inflation. It is true that energy went down, but other important items went up, like food. Over the previous month, food was up 12% on an annualized basis for the month of July. Electricity was up 19.2% on an annualized basis in July. Just to name a few items that went up in July besides food and power, new cars and trucks, medical care and shelter were all costing you more. Don't believe what Biden is saying to you about zero inflation. Look at your checkbook or your credit card statement. You must protect your family from the ravages of inflation. You need to find out if gold is right for you. Go to blackandwhites.us and on the homepage, click on the gold bar and get connected to our gold guru, Ira, at Advisors Metals. And ask Ira, is gold right for me? It's time for Black and White, a show that wants to bring all of us together talking again about the issues that concern us. It's time to hear from people who only want to deal with facts. It's time for you to re-engage in your right of American free speech. It's time for Black and White. Welcome back to Black and White, and I have a very unusual guest. Um, This gentleman and I go back 11 years when I was a struggling writer, and he was a struggling PR guy we think about 2011 and uh, we have both gone in different directions but uh, we have maintained a relationship that's gone through iterations and we still work together today and uh, that's AJ Rice out of Washington DC and um, he's got a new book called The Working Dead and I started to read it it's a fascinating book so AJ welcome to my show I appreciate it, brother. Danny boy. Great to be here. The, uh, the, wo- the Woking Dead. The Woking Dead. The Woking Dead. Um, I'm going to ask you a question to start off. It seem, might, might seem to be the uh, either a great setup question or a durable setup question. But as I look, I'm, I just turned um, 77. And... I've been involved in politics probably 50 years, presidential politics, 50 years. Um, and I, I watched what has happened under the Biden administration. And I've never seen a president and his team who has destroyed the country more in the shortest period of time than any other president in history. Am I wrong? Well, it's easier, it's, it's easier to destroy uh, with that kind of level of speed when you basically had, you know, Barack Obama's third term. These people all went back into the White House and ran to their old desks. And, you know, the plan was to hand it over to Hillary and to continue the destruction of the country. And Trump messed up their plan. This is why they had to tap Trump Tower. This is why they had to impeach him twice. This is why they had to harass his family. This is why they had to, you know, concoct some phony Russian hoax with counterintelligence from the British. So, you know, I mean, that's, no, you're absolutely correct. Um, The speed with which you can do things now is unbelievable. I'm actually surprised they're not moving faster. I mean, they have controlled Congress um, for two years and because of Manchin and Cinema. They haven't been able to, like, you know, write a bill that outlaws Perkins and Rice, you know, and deports us, which is what they would like. So um, they're working on it. It's not just government, though. 
And that's the point I make in The Woking Dead is that government, uh, big government in the form of the deep state or say the administrative state paired with the Democrat party, yes, but also paired with certain members of the Republican party benefit from the largesse that is here where I'm at, Swamp Central, where you have to take a bath in formaldehyde to get the swamp off of you. They all, there's Republicans that benefit from that too. You know, it used to be the old thing, the old saying was, oh, well, we can rely on the Pentagon. They're not kooks. Uh, the State Department's where all the liberal kooks are. Not anymore, not with General White Rage in charge. General White Rage has put out the memo. We are more concerned with fighting against statue protesters, people that want to keep statues up or whatever, whatever you know, iteration they're claiming is this white male rage. We're more concerned with them than we are with an ISIS, little rocket man, China, uh, the mullahs in Iran. So, you know, that's one ally. When you have the, you know, an entertainment complex, Hollywood in your pocket, when you have giant corporations, some of them entertainment, many of them tech, in your pocket, suppressing people, shadow banning people, deplatforming people. And then, of course, you've got the teachers' unions and academia. So they're able to, you know, attack our culture faster. I mean, Zuckerberg's running around bragging that he flipped like 4 million votes by using Facebook in the last election. So it's not just we're fighting, you know, the Democrat Party and not the Democrat Party of old, the Democrat Party of kooks. I mean, Joe Biden is a reanimated corpse that is basically a shell of a person at this point. You know, he's falling off bikes, he can't put suit jackets on. But more importantly, he is surrounded by ideologues and not the best and the brightest ideologues. He's surrounded by the old backbenchers that couldn't make it, you know, in, in Obama's two terms. And they are being pushed by their voters, by their base, being pushed by the squad. And, you know, he's just kind of like an empty trash can that they're filling with all their hopes and dreams. It's basically woke potpourri at this point. So he can't read, he can't read teleprompters like Ron Burgundy reading a teleprompter. So there's things being put in front of him that he's agreeing to. He doesn't even know what's happening. So, you know, when you have all those things converging at once, it really is to control the 73 million people that voted for Trump. Um, that's what it's really about. They're scared to death of those people, and they know they need to use media, which is their propaganda arm, Hollywood, academia, and, you know, tech to control us. And that's what the Vogue virus is. Now, we got hit with a medical virus from China. The medical virus captured us, couldn't have prom, we couldn't go to graduation, can't go to NCAA March Madness, can't get married, even though I got married in the middle of it. That's a whole other story. The illegal bootleg wedding, Dan. Um, but, uh, you know, you can't go here, you can't travel, wear this on your face. Come here, let me inject this in your body. So that was a medical virus that froze us. It was a form of authoritarianism. Then they hit us with the woke virus. And that is to suck our fun from us and to control our language. So it's everything from cancel culture, the 1619 project, 
the LGBTQ mafia that are telling Dan and I that we could be a woman uh, today and a man tomorrow and vice versa. So um, that's what we're fighting against. So yeah, you're, you're shocked. They are brazen. They raid the president's home now, Dan, in case you missed it. Unbelievable. Can you imagine, you know, Woodrow Wilson sending jackboots to Teddy Roosevelt's house? It's unbelievable. Now, Wilson did send jackboots uh, for other people under, under uh, Mitchell Palmer, the attorney general at the time. But raiding the ex-president's house, raiding your political rival's house, it's never been done. It's something Mussolini would do. And everyone should be way more outraged than they are. You really think that America, the rank and file, whatever that means anymore, are outraged at what happened to Trump in Mar-a-Lago? No, not nearly enough. Not nearly enough. Part of what they do, though, and it looks like the Bureau, the FBI, is acting like the private police force for the Democrat Party, which is not new. It's going on for some time, depending upon who the president was. Um, they should be horrified because they're really trying to get to his voters and his support. They know that, that he's the head of the Republican Party. Um, they've been after him because he's the ultimate disruptor. He's, he's there to ruin the party. I mean, the word is out. He caught them by surprise. They were sleepwalking in 16. You know, I tell people all the time, I'm from Philadelphia. I, and after it happened, 3 a.m. in 2016, Donald Trump has won Pennsylvania. Now, working for the Republican Party of Pennsylvania, I can tell you, Pennsylvania was always fool's gold. Don't even try. Who cares? You can't do it. You know, it's the old James Carvel thing, right? You got Philly on one side and you got Pittsburgh on the other and you got Pennsylvania in between, right? Kentucky. But I could see those voters. They were there. They hadn't died. They hadn't voted since 88 or 92. And yet the, the version of the Republican Party that we were putting out there in Pennsylvania, which is a blue collar, a blue collar state, but with some of the oldest academic institutions in the country, whether it's Duquesne or Carnegie Mellon or Pitt on one side of the state, whether it's Bucknell or, or, or Penn State in the middle of the state, whether it's in the Lehigh Valley with DeSales and Lafayette and Muhlenberg and Lehigh, and then Philadelphia, my God, Penn, Villanova, Drexel, LaSalle, uh, 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 St. Joe's. I mean, so they flipped it, and that put Trump over the finish line in 16. And I tell people all the time, if somehow the Republicans figured out how to win Illinois, Chicago would never let that happen again. Well, it didn't happen in 2020. So um, it's interesting. All the funny business took place in all the places it needed to. Not a lot of funny business in Kansas and Vermont, was there? No. So, I mean, they're not outraged. They should be. You know, the left knows that nobody buys this guy as the president. So Liz Cheney, you know, Dick Cheney and drag can, can say, give all the speeches she wants about how she's Lincoln and she's, you know, she's here to save the Republic. These people have made a killing on defense contracting, on, the, on deep state money, lobbying, 
influence peddling. I read, I, I think it was Tucker said yet last week, somehow this woman went from being worth $7 million to $42 million, something crazy. So look, they're going to do everything in their power to stop Trump if he runs a third time. And you heard it here first, folks. I can tell you, you're not going to get the softer side of Trump this third time, okay? You're going to get Return of the Jedi. And I'm telling you right now, you're going to get, like when Skywalker walks into Jabba the Hutt's palace and he's just, he's just strangling people with his thoughts. You're not going to get Kushnerisms. The people, they basically, the, the softies are gone. You're going to get Sherman's March to the Sea, Dan. Okay? That's what you're going to get. That's what you're going to get here. So whether he wins, you know, I can't handicap it. We'll be involved. You and your audience will be involved. And hopefully we can try to save the Republic because it's teetering. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the process of writing another commentary. And, I, and as full disclosure, uh, AJ is uh, my publicist. He does a lot of publishing of the commentaries that I write, and I appreciate that. Um, and I, I'm, I'm working on a new commentary. And I said, it's, it's time to take back America is the working title. But the subtitle is, let's get our children back first because the children represent the future and when we look at what's happened to our children with the pandemic and the teachers unions and critical race theory and you know as much as the parents have been outraged about what's going on in the school there are thousands of schools all over the country that are still just as absurd and biased and prejudiced as they were before the pandemic and still trying to force what they believe right. on just on the school children so it's it's a big situation um if not more so if not more so i mean they they took they had a feeding frenzy here during the pandemic especially after the george floyd incident so it was no longer just about you know general lee and traveler the horse it's about everybody now they're, they're coming for columbus they're coming for the rosary they're coming for you know buddhist statues i mean they're coming for whatever they can get their hands on to wipe out civilization so the title of the book is The Woking Dead. Where can we get it? You can get anywhere books are sold, you know, uh, all the usual spots, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, Target.com, Walmart.com, the trunk of Dan Perkins' car, any one of those places work. <laughs> right. We'll, uh, we'll take a quick break here and we'll be right back with uh, A.J. Rice. The federal government just reported that the rate of inflation for the last 12 months was 8.5% close to a 40-year high. This is Dan Perkins with Blacks and Whites. Prices continue to rise on other commodities besides oil. I ask you, what are you going to do to protect your money and your investment? It's time for you to take a serious look at gold for your portfolio. If you've had enough empty promises and misleading statements by the Biden government, isn't it time for you to take control of your money and your future? Go to blacksandwhites.us and on the home page, click the bar of gold to be taken directly to IRA and Advisors Metals to ask the question, is gold right for me? It's Welcome back. We're speaking with a friend of mine, a publicist of mine, A.J. Rice, about his new book, The Woking Dead. And uh, we were talking about what's going on in Washington. Do you think, uh, as we continue the discussion, do you think Trump's going to run? Well, everyone, obviously everyone asks me that because I've got lines in there, right? So I, I talked to Navarro and Manafort, talked to Ben Carson. I've talked to 
Kellyanne Conway, Monica Crowley, Laura Ingram. I mean, I, I don't see a world, you know, I know people around Bannon, that whole crew, Stephen Miller and them. Uh, I don't see a world where he doesn't. I'm shocked he hasn't held a, an event in front of Mar-a-Lago with a giant flaming middle finger <laughs> and had his announcement then and there. I think they're trying to keep the announcement till after the midterms so that they can't fundraise or generate energy from the, the so that the left can't use it to run with. So it, it makes sense. Um, Trump usually doesn't follow the rules, so we may have something happen <laughs> sometime well, I, soon. I, I've thought about it a great deal. And, and um, in trying to look at him and his personality, I can't think of a person in power who was more brutalized for the entire time that he was in power and even being impeached after he left office. Why he'd want to go through that again? Well, knowing, I mean, he had a, knowing that he's yeah. going to be a lame duck the day he's inaugurated. Oh, he won't be a lame duck. Four, he won't be a lame duck. Four years. He, he, he can't run. He won't be. Oh, it doesn't matter. He, don't, he doesn't look at it like that. Any opportunity to be at the resolute desk, he will make a difference. Uh, he is the most attacked ever. It makes you wonder why. They want us to believe that he's some kind of poison pill that's going to end the republic. When in reality, he came in and ended the gluttony. He ended, you know, the deep state's little party. Endless wars, ridiculous trade deals, unchecked immigration. I mean, it was outrageous. And, and, you know, he was the ultimate disruptor. There have been others, uh, but the others were a little more connected. They had served in office before. See, Trump didn't show up with his staff from, say, you know, a Senate office or being governor. He only showed up with the family. Um, so, yeah, personnel was an issue because there were tons of plants. There were tons of flatterers that shouldn't have been in there. Um, but they've got that figured out. And one of the other things they've got figured out, you want to talk about lame duck? Lame duck this. I'm going to tell you right now. It's not going to be just replacing the cabinet secretaries if he were to have the privilege of serving again. They are going to strip mine these departments down 10 layers because it's, it's obvious the phony impeachments were from these career hack beltway goons, holdovers, listening in on phone calls, writing notes on toilet paper, you know, blowing kisses across the Potomac to their buddies, wherever they are, you know, at, at the DNC. All I'm saying is it ain't going to be like that. The plan's in place. And that's why they are going to throw everything at him, including try to play this legal game where they think if they indict him, he can't run for president. And somewhere, where in the Constitution is that exactly? Nowhere. It's garbage. And it's, it actually, I mean, what they, what they did, they could have just let him sort of die on the vine, but his batting average with all these endorsements of Senate and congressional and governor candidates scares the hell out of them. So they had to make a move. They had to rush down there 
try on some of Melania's clothes, like Hoover used to do, and, you know, rifle through things because they're never getting invited to Mar-a-Lago any other way. So they went in there with a phony baloney warrant and maybe they left some things there. I'm not sure. I'm sure we'll find out. I do know that they've got surveillance footage um, that they asked to turn off that they, it does not appear that they did. So, which is good. Um, so we'll see what happens. But uh, I think most, most, everything sort of points to him running again, yes. So you said, uh, and I'm paraphrasing what you said in the first segment, that he will be a different kind of president than he was. And you, you implied that his approach to fixing the problem is going to be um, Sherman to the sea, slash and burn. You believe that? Yes, 100%. 100%. The, the people that were reining him in, and I can give you names, will not be there. Okay? They're going to let Trump be Trump. And you're, you said lame duck. Also, nothing, nothing to really look out for. Yeah, it's a lame duck. Okay, that's one way of looking at it. He's going to do nothing. He can't do anything because he's a lame duck. He can't run again. Or... This is it. We're going, you know, all over, we're chasing the, the enemy fighter all the way to the hangar, Dan. Now, Cap Weinberger Jr. Uh, told me this story once about his father and Reagan. And he said when they were bombing, they were dealing with Libya and they're dealing with Gaddafi. Uh, Cap Jr. said his father, they were talking to Reagan and says, do we, do we have permission if the Libyan Air Force gets off the ground, uh, the doctrine of hot pursuit, right? Do we, have, do we have permission to follow them? And Reagan said, all the way to the hangar, <laughs> Cap. You follow them all the way to the hangar. And I'm going to tell you something right now. The deplorables, they're going to follow the people that have done this in this country all the way to the hangar. You mark my words. So um, are you implying or indirectly implying that Jared Kushner and Ivanka will not be part of the advisors? I mean, Jared's book came out today. He's getting a lot of help from people that don't like his father-in-law to sell the book. Um, I have mixed feelings about Jared. I think he delivered some, some things for the Middle East that I even write about in my book. I have a, a section called Jared Reconsidered, where I'm Kind of, I mean, I know what the MAGA people say, uh, like the people that were there. Um, there was a, a battle between Bannon and him going on, you know, House of Cards, Game of Thrones esque. Um, you know, Priebus was kind of in the middle of it at the time. But what I mean is this there's not going to be any more Tillersons, not, not going to be any more of these phony generals like Mattis. No more H.R. McMaster types. No more John Bolton or his mustache. They might let the mustache in, but they're not letting Bolton in, okay? And there's not going to be any more of these people. This is going to be a, a, a hungry, light, quick team. So if you're looking, you know, to burnish your resume, that's not what this is going to be about. This is going to be the last chance to kind of pull you know, 
the uh, runaway carriage away from the ravine. So would you, would you expect, or do you believe that, uh, you, since you believe he's going to run, do you believe he's talking to people who are potential candidates for the SWAT team that you're talking about? Oh yeah, I mean, look, most of the, you know, most of the, the, the big time, you know, the MAGA crew, they're all, they're all still in orbit, you know. I mean, they are. They're there. Stephen Miller. I mean, they're running think tanks and different things, and you know, some of them are on television or radio. But yeah, they're all ready to go. Um, they have more information than even I do. I'm just telling you secondhand from the fact that my clients swirl around Trump world, everyone from Paula White, who is the president's personal pastor, all the way to Ingram and Monica and so on. So, you know, I mean, I don't see a situation where he doesn't run unless there's some medical thing that we are unaware of. This is a man that I, I believe, Dan, he's your age or older. I don't know. Actually, I'm older than him, but, I think. Okay. So just I'm just thinking about you doing these rallies in a top coat for 90 minutes, right? I mean, the guy's constitution is unbelievable. But you are right. You know, there is a chance Melania doesn't want to deal with this crap anymore. You know, Barron is looks old, but he's young. And something somebody said to me this morning in another interview, that everyone is so emotionally invested either in disliking him or loving him that it, it, it breaks some people. Some people, have, he's, some people have broken in half from this. Um, they just, there's no return. They're not coming back. I mean, Liz Cheney's broken. Mitt Romney's broken. Um, some of it's jealousy. Uh, but, you know, that's the only thing is that like Andrew Jackson created Jacksonians now, you didn't just get Jackson. You got a whole, you got waves of these guys after him. You got Tyler, you got Van Buren. Uh, I mean, you, you, had a, you had, I mean, all the way up till, till Lincoln showed up, you pretty much had Jacksonians. Uh, even Sam Houston was a Jacksonian as a president of Texas. So, you know, there are people that will push Trumpism. DeSantis is one of them without the negative emotion that, you know, comes from, you know, Donald himself. I think there are those people out there. And is it their, is it, is it their turn this time? I don't know. I mean, Navarro wrote a piece uh, about putting DeSantis on the ticket with Trump. Um, you know, they're from the same state. So somebody's gonna have to change their voter registration, but Dick Cheney and George W. Bush were both from Texas and Cheney changed it to Wyoming. So Trump could easily just change it to Bedminster, New Jersey, you know. So uh, in my last question in the time we have left, uh, going back to what you were talking about, the people who are broken and people who have taken sides, Trump or non-Trump, right now in our country, do we have more people who want Trump than don't? Yes, we do. And that... Might not have been the case um, on January 7th of 2021 or even after the election. But the terrible performance 
by these backbenchers led by Biden, the reanimated corpse, the leader of the woking dead, their performance is horrific. Look at what Glenn Youngkin did here in my, my state of Virginia, where I'm at. You know, follow that model. He was able to retain the Trump base and their energy and still bring those college-educated, suburban, you know, white people that some of them, unlike me, because I'm from Philadelphia and love it, were perpetually offended by the tweets. Well, we're uh, out of time. First of all, it was good to see you again. It's been a long time since we've, since we've seen each other face to face. That's true. I That's remember true. a restaurant where we had lunch one time. Um, That's right. I wish you all the luck in the world with uh, The Walking Dead, and we can buy it anywhere books are sold. The Walking Dead, yes. Walking anywhere Dead. books are sold. Yep. You know, Target, online, you know, Amazon, any one of those places. Good luck to you, sir. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. We'll be right back. Hello, this is Dan Perkins, and this message is just for moms. Are you worried about how much money you have lost in your investment account? Are you concerned if it will recover? Inflation is 9.1%, and I believe it's really higher than that, and I think you would agree. You have experienced rising prices for food, gasoline, and many other items. Isn't it time for you to consider investing in gold with some of your money to protect your future? Start by finding out if gold is right for you. Go to the Black and White's website and click on the gold bar. You'll get a couple of questions, and then we'll forward you on to Ira, our gold guru. He will help you figure out if it's right for you.